0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Ask a Catholic Dude. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Nick, and I am that Catholic dude, and I'm here taking any comments, questions, concerns, what have you, on the Catholic faith and the Catholic Church. Uh, so, as always, feel free to call in. Uh, love hearing from you guys. Uh, love taking your questions as well. Um, so please uh, keep calling for sure, and uh, work you work you in here. Um, Got a little something on my mind that I, I've just finally gotten around to, to kind of doing. I wish I could have done it uh, a little little earlier in the week. Um, but uh, the time is now, I suppose. So last Sunday, um, the, the wide majority of Catholics throughout the world um, got to hear a specific uh, selection from the gospel. And... Um, this Sunday, <clears throat> this Sunday in the ordinary form of the Latin Rite in the Catholic Church, uh, the Gospel reading came from uh, Matthew chapter 15, uh, the Gospel of St. Matthew chapter 15, um, verses 21 through 28. Uh, for those of, those, those of you scoring at home, that is the story in which Jesus... Uh, heals the Canaanite woman's daughter. Um, and it's it's really a beautiful uh, passage um, when you get down to it. I mean a lot of people kind of get turned off of it because this is the passage where Jesus actually calls a woman a dog. Um, so if people don't know the context behind it, uh, there could be a little bit of confusion. Um, First, let me tell you what the the actual uh, context is, or at least a, a short, brief overview of what the actual context is. So there's this there's this woman, and her daughter uh, really needs to be healed, um, and so she's asking Jesus if she can, uh, or if he can heal her daughter. Um, but keep in mind the Canaanites, uh, you know, they're pretty much you know pagan worshipers They don't really believe in one true God, except this woman it would appear or she's one of the few um and so she you know beseeches jesus you know please heal my daughter he ignores her at first the apostles say hey let's get away from this lady you know we'll take her out of here if you want to jesus you know and then she you know talks to him again you know, Jesus, please, please help me, and, you know, Jesus says, like, well, you know, I'm not here to, I'm, I'm here for the, the lost sheep of Israel, you know, I'm not not here for, for everybody else right now, um, and eventually, Jesus tells her, after she keeps persisting, he's like, you know what, I mean, I, I, I came to give the bread of heaven here to the people in Israel, I, I can't give the food to the dogs, it's here for the children, and this woman, she kind of turns it around, she's like, you know, okay, well. if if this is how our lord my god sees me you know jesus she says you know but even the dogs they get to eat the crumbs from the master's table they're really by virtue of that still partakers in the meal are they not And jesus you know i I can almost kind of picture him just just smiling and you know he says like great is your faith woman oh great is thy faith and you know let it be done according to your will and uh she willed for her daughter to be healed and our lord also willed it so the lesson here is persistence in prayer uh to have the virtue of humility because this woman was humiliated this woman was absolutely humiliated but jesus kept pressing her and pressing her um so that she wouldn't give up in her prayer just like we should never give up even though sometimes it seems like our Lord is ignoring us, or our prayers aren't being answered in the right way. That, well, the way that we think they should be answered, I should say. Um, it, you know, this is a woman to learn from, and I'm going to get a little more into that in a second. Um, I just wanted to give the Orthodox uh, view of this this gospel selection. Um, and I'll go a little more in depth, but here is the heterodox, the, the the weird interpretation that's been coming out. Apparently, some people think that in this gospel, uh, Jesus is not teaching us through this woman, but uh, the woman, the Canaanite woman, taught Jesus to expand his views. Um, there were a, a few people tweeting uh including catholic clergy catholic christian clergy saying that jesus was part of his culture prejudiced against canaanites but he allowed a foreign woman to expand his views do we that's what the mary knoll missionary said can that really be true i'll tell you in a sec so yeah i'm just gonna come out and say it. this interpretation is dumb uh unintelligent ridiculous heterodox Uh, it it's just I I don't (laughs) I don't understand how anybody can can seriously with a straight face suggest that Jesus, the Son of God, true God, true man, was prejudiced. It's just ridiculous. Um, another quote from the Old Missioners wrote: uh, The Canaanite woman overcame her bruised ego, and Jesus overcame his cultural biases. We can do no less. Really, really, Jesus was culturally biased. Um. And then we see from Father James Martin, another priest, uh, saying that uh, what did he say here? Um, saying that people who disagreed with Jesus, with with what you know Father Martin says about Jesus, you know, being, uh, you know, learning from a woman, learning from just an ordinary person. Um, Father Martin is saying that everybody who's defending the orthodox interpretation of this gospel selection is guilty of docetism which is an ancient heresy that beha- uh, betrayed a fundamental fear of any indication that jesus was fully human um so i'm gonna call bullcrap on that honestly it's just it, it's not anything resembling docetism because every catholic i know fully understands that jesus is true god and true man and he is like us in every way except in sin. Jesus was perfect. He is a perfect person. Let's let's keep in mind Jesus is the second person of the Holy Trinity. Now that doesn't mean that he's half man and half God, or that there's a a God Jesus person and a human Jesus person. No. Jesus has a human nature and a divine nature. And in virtue of Jesus' divine nature, he's not going to sin. I mean, I think we can all safely say, you know, especially seeing all the crap that's been going on recently with uh, these horrible neo-Nazis and all the stuff in Charlottesville and everywhere, to be prejudiced against somebody because of their race, because they're a foreigner, that's sinful. That's simple. And so what... Some people are, are saying, and it's sad that Christians are saying this, but some people are saying that Jesus is guilty of, of, of being having a prejudicial attitude, that's absolutely ridiculous because that suggests that it denies that Jesus was perfect. Um, it doesn't deny his humanity, it doesn't deny it at all because we all know that Jesus cried and wept, laughed, got angry, um, suffered and died, died for us. I totally accept that Jesus has a human nature. Um, But to say that he was prejudiced against a Canaanite woman? Absolutely not. Um, First off, are we really that naive to believe that Jesus needed to learn anything from anyone? This is divine wisdom himself. This is the creator of the universe here. We're we're talking Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Furthermore, let's look a little bit deeper into St. Matthew's Gospel. Um, Look around Matthew chapter 5 verse 48 where Jesus commands us all he says he says to all of us be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect and you look at other parts in the gospel where Jesus says whoever has seen me has seen the Father That's an allusion to Jesus' divinity right there that he is one with the Father that's what Catholics proclaim all Christians proclaim when they recite the Nicene Creed that the God, the Father, and God the Son are one in essence, they're one in being, they're the same, uh, the same one God, just there's three persons and one God. <clears throat> so, we know that the Father's perfect. We know that everybody that's seen Jesus has seen the Father. Therefore, Jesus, since he's the second person of the Holy Trinity, the Son of God, is also perfect. A perfect person is not prejudiced against a woman perfect person doesn't need somebody to expand their views. So this, this interpretation is just absolutely ridiculous. And you know, it was funny. I actually asked one of my good friends, one of my very good friends who is a evangelical Christian, what he thought about this. Um, and he said, and I quote, um, yeah, I know the story you're talking about, and that is one of the most absurd interpretations I've ever heard. Good thing the Canaanite woman taught Jesus to stop sinning and be respectful to his creation that he loves enough to die for. Otherwise, he would have never have been able to be the spotless lamb. <laughs> I can only laugh to that. And he reminded me of an old saying, You can't fix stupid. And the real stupid thing that really kind of broke the camel's back for me on this, and why I'm kind of really a little fired up about this, I guess, was uh, the, there was like a kind of a meme picture when the Old Missioners, you know, posted up that ridiculous post, you know, had a picture of Jesus talking to Canaanite woman and it says, "Canaanite woman schools Jesus," like really, really. Like, Jesus was schooled? Okay, you know what? Crack open the Catechism here. The Catechism of the Catholic Church. And you guys can just just type Catechism of the Catholic Church in Google. Uh, Number 474 in the Catechism um, says about Christ's human knowledge from his human nature. By its union to the divine wisdom in the person of the Word incarnate, Christ enjoyed in his human knowledge the fullness of understanding of the eternal plans he had come to reveal. What he admitted to not knowing in this area, he elsewhere declared himself not sent to reveal. So, yeah, Jesus didn't need some Canaanite woman to let him know that he had to save everybody. And he did not need some random person, some random human being, uh, to school him in anything and show him that he was prejudiced because uh, Jesus was not prejudicial in any way so um you know when i when i read that i just i was just thinking to myself like wow you know what the heck did, did the church fathers think of this you know like what 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 is christian we have two thousand years of christian teaching and we're gonna let this this ridiculous interpretation that's only come up in the last few years kind of steal the show like no thanks no thanks um my pastor gave a really good homily really good sermon on this you know he he told us that um you know jesus was teaching us through the canaanite woman um and to be stronger in two virtues humility and persistence that we pray unceasingly even you know like i said if we feel that god is not listening to us you know just as jesus first ignored the canaanite woman uh but in his wisdom he he knew what he was doing um and this woman was given the grace by jesus to be super abundant in those two virtues especially in humility um and when we realize this when we realize you know you know, when we're, when we're humiliated, you know, in this way, and we realize like, wow, like we're, we're like a speck of dust when compared to almighty God, you know, it's like when we realize this, we start to possess that, that virtue, that fear of the Lord, that awe of God, which is of course one of the gifts of the seven Holy Spirit. And this woman had it, this, this woman definitely had it. And, you know, Jesus being the source of all grace, God being the source of all grace, he gave it to her. Um, you know, there's other great commentaries by this. Um, Google uh, Father Ryan Erlenbush, E-R-L-E-N-B-U-S-H, and uh, Google, you know, his name, and why did Jesus call the Canaanite woman a dog? He's got a great uh, essay on that. But as I mentioned, the Church Fathers, I want to read a little bit um, from from one of them. Um and the, this is the first one I thought to look at was one of my favorite saints, St. Saint John Chrysostom, uh, one of the uh, Eastern uh, Church Fathers. And he's also a doctor of the church, also named a doctor of the church, um, among Catholic and Orthodox Christians. Uh, he lived in the uh, 4th century um, and just a very, very prolific preacher. And he was, uh, you know, Bishop of Constantinople. Um and he was responsible for uh, composing the uh, divine liturgy that is still used in uh, the Byzantine Rite of the Catholic Church today. Um, great, great writer. And I encourage you all to look at this homily of his. It's homily 52 on St. Matthew's Gospel. Um, if you guys look up, there's a great site that has a lot of uh, patristic writing, a lot of writing from the church fathers, um, New Advent. Dot org. So, if you uh, Google New Advent and type in, you know, St. John Chrysostom, Homily 52, it'll come right up. Um, and right on the flip side of this little interlude, um, I'm going to read a little bit from here to show how wrongheaded this modern interpretation of uh, Matthew 15 uh, 21 through 28 is, and how the church has always, how Christians have always understood. This particular passage of the gospel that Jesus was teaching us through the woman, and then this woman is a great example to us of humility and perseverance. I'm going to read a little bit from St. John Chrysostom right after this. Part and apart from uh, Saint John Chrysostom's homily 52 on uh, the Gospel of Saint Matthew, and keep in mind this is from fourth century, um, so it's a pretty good indication of what uh, the early Christians believed. So I am uh, more inclined to listen to Saint John Chrysostom and the rest of the Church Fathers and church tradition than I am to horrible modern day interpretations that come out of nowhere <laughs> so here we go this is this is really the, the real deal with the canaanite woman and i'm i'm gonna change up just a little bit of what he uh, wrote just to because the language was you know of course is a little older and the translation is a little older so i'm just gonna update the language just a little bit in certain areas uh but here we go Hanley number uh, 52 from st John just has he says this so what then says Christ to the Canaanite woman? It is not fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. What then says the woman? Out of his own very words she frames her plea. Why, though I be a dog, said she, I am not an alien. Justly did Christ say, for judgment I came into this world. Gospel of John chapter 9 verse 39. The woman practices high self-command and shows forth all endurance and faith and does this even when receiving insult. But they, that is the Pharisees in John chapter 9, who were courted and honored, requite it with the contrary. For that food is necessary for the children, says she, I also know, yet neither am I forbidden, being a dog. Nay, rather on this ground am I most surely a partaker, if I am a dog. With this intent did Christ put her off, for he knew she would say this, for this did he deny the grant, that he might exhibit her high self command. For if he had not meant to give, neither would he have given afterwards, nor would he have stopped her mouth again. But as he does in the case of the centurion, saying, I will come and heal him Matthew chapter eight verse seven, that we might learn the godly fear of that man, and might hear him say, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. And as in the case of the Samaritan woman, that he might show how not even upon reproof she desists. That's from John chapter 4, verse 18. So also here with the Canaanite woman, he would not allow such great virtue in the woman to be hidden. Not an insult, then, were Christ's words spoken, but calling her forth, he revealed the treasure laid up in her. Do you see the woman's wisdom? How she did not venture so much to say a word against it? Nor was she stung by other men's praises. Nor was she indignant at the reproach given to her by Christ. Do you see her constancy? Jesus used the name of a dog. But she added also the dog's act. Do you see this woman's humility? Yes, therefore did Jesus put her off that he might proclaim aloud this saying, O woman, great is your faith, that he might crown this woman. So I'm going to take St. John Chrysostom's view (laughs) over uh, what these people on Twitter are saying. Um, Like my buddy said, totally ridiculous interpretation to think that Jesus was prejudicial in any way. Totally ridiculous to think that Jesus needed to be taught anything. Um... So I just wanted to get that out there in case anybody heard anything weird over the weekend or have also come across this anywhere else in their interweb travels or elsewhere. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is what Jesus was really trying to do. He was trying to show us that we need to be persistent in prayer always. Because, I mean, even I feel like that sometimes. It's like, you know, maybe God isn't answering in the way that I want to. That I want him to answer. Or maybe it feels like he's ignoring me, but he never is. Never is he ignoring us. And we can look to the example of that Canaanite woman and how she was crowned by Jesus, in a sense. Um, we should definitely try to live up to her example um, and live a life of humility. So until next time, guys, I am that Catholic dude. Thanks for tuning in to Ask a Catholic Dude here on Anchor FM. And we'll see you next time. Take it easy.